Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's Bud Pod 2 for 8. Two for eight. Whoville's great. Whoville's great. Whoville from the Grinch. Because I feel like I'm in Whoville now, Pierre. Because it's snowing. Is it? Yeah, it's snowing outside my window. Oh, it was it was fucking cold this morning where I am. So I did. That does make sense now that I think about it. But I look outside my window, Philip, and there is no snow at all. But I think your a- building your building emanates too much warmth. Yeah, there is a thick. Thick, low, white cloud, though. I don't know if if my phone camera resolution is high enough. Can you see those white flecks flying about? Oh, yeah. Little ghosts. Spirits. Little ghosts of rain to become. Rain to be. Rain of futures past. When was the first time you encountered snow? It was when we visited the UK for a month, maybe, when I was 12. Mm. And my mother thought it'd be fun for some reason to enroll us in the local school. This is somewhere in like the Midlands. Was it that thing Um, where, because it was still like summer holidays for school where you'd come from? It must have been, yeah. And I don't know why she thought this would be a good idea. I hated it terribly. Um, <laughs> the kids were just so badly behaved and they weren't caned if they were badly behaved. Yeah, so that must have seemed like a real fucking badly. scam to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you, but you, it, it, you, I, it was like if they did get rid of the police completely. Yeah, it was defund the cane. <laughs> And I was like, this is this is the future liberals want, pointing at kids not paying attention in chemistry. <laughs> Honestly, it was like I was in I was in some sort of it's a wonderful lifestyle movie yeah. where an angel was showing me a world without caning and I was going, Take me back, angel, take me back. <laughs> Whoa, it's really heavy now. Oh, here comes the snow. Well, it was at this school one lunchtime, I sat on my own on the bench in the playground. Yeah, muttering about and canes. And a single white flake landed gently on my knee. Oh no, it was on my sleeve. On the sleeve of my jacket, my puffy jacket. And I looked at it and I, I asked someone next to me, what's that? And they said, that's snow. Isn't that cute? And you said, that's snow what? <laughs> that's no laughing matter. That's no way to talk to a new student. That's snow what? It was, um, but it was cool. That's my first ever experience of snow. What did you What did you do? Did you lick it? Did you just go? Oh, I think I picked it up with my finger and it melted in my on my finger. Was it freaky? Um, I guess you'd seen it in films it was, and stuff. It was actually very humble. I I think I'd built snow up so much as this all encompassing yeah. blizzard like. S- 
situation. Yeah. That when I encountered just a single snowflake, I thought, oh, wow, how humble snow actually is <laughs> alone. I guess snow is like a bees. It's only, it's only really life-threatening in great numbers. Yes, unless a you're allergic snow to snow. a single snowflake is fine. Yeah. Unless you're allergic to snow. Do you reckon there's anyone allergic to snow? There's got to be someone out there who's allergic to water. I think it does exist, but... Can't, I can't imagine they they make it too far up here. Can I, I'm going to look it up now. Yeah, look it up. While you look it oh, up. Oh, that's a tough one. Being allergic to water. Oh, while you look it up, one. I will. I'll. I, I first encountered snow at the age of, I think, eight years old on the Isle of Man. Me. Eight years old. Yep. I, I think I was eight. I think I was eight, and um, me and my younger sister lost our fucking minds that must have been cool we were stayed out so long our hands went like blue because we were like it's it's real it made it made itself into ice more than i thought it like, well if you compact yeah. it you know yeah i thought it would still retain some of its fluffiness somehow because visually it does but it turned out that making a snowman while fun was much more like um i think when Kids are making snowmen in their heads. The soundtrack is the soundtrack to the Norse, the the Northman. Because it's like hard labor and you're trying to roll this stuff and it's it's ice and it's so heavy and dense and your hands yeah. are freezing and, you, ah, and you're so hot in your little jacket. And so I got in trouble for face. throwing a, I got in trouble for throwing a snowball at my sister mm. back of the head execution style and <laughs> you have to do two two snowballs in quick succession pew, pew. yeah one one to the skull and one to the spine <laughs> <laughs> really quick yeah and um and she started crying and it turned out there's like a piece of ice in there and it really hurt yeah and i got in trouble for the, for hurting her but i didn't have the language at the time to say plausible deniability <laughs> there's no way i could have known there was ice in that snowball I, I should not be tried firstly i should not be tried as an adult which it feels like i am and secondly it, it, at worst it's the manslaughter equivalent if yeah if hitting my sister with a block of ice is murder i've at best committed manslaughter yeah there should have been a bit where your sister's lawyer took her aside and said well actually well unless we can prove he inserted the ice deliberately we'll never get him on these charges we, <laughs> the da is exactly. recommending that we downgrade <laughs> <laughs> in a big meeting like in law and order um yes i i there's always that thing where someone says there's a stone in it a bad kid can put a stone in a a, a snowball you know yeah right yeah like putting a razor blade in a cake yes or, or um in the brim of your hat mm, like mm, an old school mm. janster a janster um of course I, we were we were we were ambushed by snow in africa we were we were snowed in to the highest pub in the world yeah in lesotho it's quite a thing and we were with the south african crew who had mostly never seen snow before yeah and they would they certainly didn't expect to see the first ever snow in south africa southern africa yeah it was very surprising and it was very deep and cold i was really weirded out by it um i actually got sent a, a message on instagram by james uh, oh yes from the crew who yeah uh, comedy fan james 
Yes, yes. Uh, he's sent. He's back in the highest pub in the world the other day, but um, trapped by fog instead of snow. What? Yeah. And he sent what me a, a dangerous pub. Yeah, I know. What a spooky pub. Spooky highest ever pub. Um, they might as well put a, a Sky Sports banner outside that pub for how dangerous it is. <laughs> that is a big, scary signal, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> in the UK. I, I find I, I walked past the pub the other day where I thought, wow, by that metric, this is the most terrifying pub ever. Because, like, it was very run down. The windows were, like, some of the windows were just, like, wallpapered over. Uh, like, or, like, like newspapered over. And, yeah. Um, like, it was, like, no, it hadn't been repainted in ages. The sign was crappy. And the pub sign was bad. But, like, perfectly clear and just a bit ratty were, like... Um, it was a pub on a corner, so it had four sides. Yeah, the walls, and yes. just like I've never seen the, the Sky Sports Wait, logo. A pub on the corner wouldn't have two sides. It it was it was on a corner of um. It was only attached at the back. Is at the top of a block. See what I'm saying? Mm. Like mm. the. Do you know what I mean? Mm. No, I don't. Imagine a row <laughs> no. of buildings. The building yeah. at the end of the row has three sides. Oh, uh, um, if there's two streets okay, okay, either side. Okay, oh, okay, okay, I get you, I get you. See what I mean? It's sort of pointing out. Yeah, yeah. Every side had a Sky Sports stuff. It's on a it. building peninsula. Every side had Sky Sports stuff on it, and it had two sandwich Ooh. boards out in the street advertising a long list of football games for teams I hadn't heard of. Woof. And it was like midday on a weekday, and it was fucking rammed with the crowd. Hey, caramba. It was no. ram- Well, it was very busy with the kind of people you normally see smoking outside of Weatherspoons on the foldy chairs. Yep. And I thought, fucking hell, there's some fights in that pub. Oh, um, big time. But we need them to exist. We need pubs to siphon off people <laughs> who we don't want at our pubs. And there's some quite scary news this week. Was it Vodka Revolutions going out of business? No. Um, Vodka Revs. Yeah, I know. Are you telling me, Phil? Are you honestly telling me, Philip Wang, that the British public are sick of buying a flight of six shots of the worst vodka they've ever had? (laughs) Did you you ever do that? Yeah, I think I think I did first couple of times. Disgusting! Absolutely disgusting. But at least it's only when you've never drunk anything before in your life. Yeah, uh, th- that that kind of takes the edge off. <laughs> That's <laughs> having true. zero tolerance. Well, yeah, it looks yeah. So the revolution to close eight bars despite best Christmas for a while. So it has to. It's closing eight bars. So even though they had the best ever Christmas with loads of vomiting and mm-hmm. horrible vodka flavored with strawberry. Well, this this is how all revolutions end up, isn't it, Pierre? <laughs> running out of money (laughs) running out of money eating its own children fucking Uh, typical the infighting i'm sure the bartenders have been sort of beheading each other because they aren't pure enough about vodka there yeah vodka revolutions had the same ceo for 40 years and then he died of a stroke and then they had to replace him with a new guy who backstabbed the other guy the politburo of vodka revolutions is very what exactly was the revolutionary idea of vodka revolutions was it that people wanted to drink vodka yeah i think it was that what if we actually sold vodka kind of more than most pubs and also we made it seem (laughs) the revolution starts here yeah and then just immediately vomiting um 
what if the but revolution worry, was Pierre, it's a it's like a pub that sells vodka a bit more but yes. it looks like a laser tag lobby <laughs> it's got a weird theme what Stalin. you're talking about greg is a revolution are you sure you're ready for this? <laughs> Selling disgusting vodka that is flavoured with some licorice. <laughs> Awful, those flights of vodka. I really disgusting. Them. It also gave me a, an incorrect assumption on, on, on how flavoured alcohol was going to be for the rest of my life. Mm. My yeah. presumption was every alcohol has its base, vin- well, not even vanilla, base uh, unflavored state. And then if you're really fancy, you add some cherry, you add some licorice, you add flavor to that thing. Oh, really? I assumed it was classy to have some flavor because you're adding. I mean, that's still, it's still at the age oh. where you're like, oh, more is good. So if you're oh. adding things to the drink, then it must be better. Oh, so you're like, oh, the king of po- the king of of Poland. He would have uh, <laughs> the most flavored vodka around. <laughs> yeah, that would be his special drink. Would be a yeah. vodka of a thousand flavors. Exactly, apple and blueberry vodka. What am I, a Habsburg? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right when you're when you're young you sort of think but that's that's more that's loads so that's good <laughs> but this is my worry pierre if, if some if a business like vodka revolution goes down in the same way and i think i've made this comparison before but in the same way we need the sea and forests as carbon sinks yeah places like vodka revolutions are twat sinks <laughs> and we need them to keep the twats, to hold the twats in so that they don't suffocate us Yes, in our nice pubs, in our nice bars. And so our nice pubs don't start to have a financial incentive to start selling flights of strawberry licorice caramel mm-hmm, vodka. Mm-hmm. And bottomless brunches. This Ugh. is my authoritari- authoritarian opinion. Bottomless brunches should be illegal. You can, mm. The British public cannot be trusted with the bottomless branch, I'm afraid. I'm afraid we cannot. Maybe when we learn to behave and control ourselves, we can have <laughs> bottomless branches back. But for now, no bottomless branches. This is my <laughs> this is my offer to the British people. Either <laughs> either bottomless branches are banned, or we rejoin the EU. Up to you. Oh, I mean that's going to be a lot more than fifty-two forty-eight in favor of brunch. <laughs> uh, in favor of which you think would win brunch as in so we'd rejoin the eu so people can get the bom- bottomless brunches back oh i see i thought you oh sorry i misunderstood sorry i phrased it maybe a bit uh phrased it a bit uh confusingly oh then then yeah then then ooh, god no then it would be close yeah i i, <laughs> I don't know i think it would be close <laughs> i mean it was so close last time and that was based on nothing yeah, so this is based not, on something. This is based on, um, you know, unlimited eggs uh, and prosecco. Eggs and prosecco. What a delicious combo! All farty <laughs> the eggs. I'd love to have some farty eggs with a big fizzy drink. Yeah, and I want to booze. build up a load of gas in there to really add some pressure to this eggy <laughs> concoction I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, w- I, whisking up. I want a belly full of wet egg. And fizzy sour booze at fucking eleven in the morning. 
That's what I want. I want to be absolutely boiling inside. Just a terrible tornado. I've never thought of it in those terms before. It's horrible. <laughs> it is gross. Isn't Throw it? some bechamel sauce in there. Let's curdle oh, some fucking cream. Stop it. <laughs> and yeah, why not have let's, and then a latte as well to yeah. mix it all up. Some coffee. Let's add coffee to that mix. Let's add some coffee. Let's get this fucking <laughs> rocket fuel going. The bathrooms at Bottomless Branch must be a nightmare. It must just oh be. Oh my god. They must look like a test site. There's there, there's a great piece. Is it in the Guardian about? A guy who used to work waiting tables at a bottomless brunch in, oh. in London. And it's like, he's like, ban these things. Ban these things now. <laughs> it just sounds horrific. See, like the the old sailor from Jaws. You see what I seen, boy? Mm. The eyes of a bottomless brunch lady. Black like a doll's eyes. <laughs> just harrowed. Scratching his I think hook. the other thing, I think also what makes it worse is that it is... Um, a trashy thing dressed up as classy, which brings out the worst in people. It's yeah. very interesting. I, I once, I was talking to someone who had been uh, uh, an air, um, a cabin crew, you know, air attendant. Yeah. And a, fly, a, a flying butler. A flying butler. A flying attendant. Yeah. Um, a flying security guard and nurse. They all are, basically. Yeah. It's, it's but, a mixture of roles on the land. But she had worked in all the classes, uh, economy premium economy business first you work them all and i said um who are the worst who are, ah. in which class has the worst people in them and she said premium economy by far oh yeah premium economy is the worst class to say because they they've paid a little bit and expect like a lot back uh-huh Everyone else is sort of comfortable where they are everyone else sort of knows where they are premium economy is kind of uncanny valley between economy and 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 uh, and business, and in the same way, I think like bottomless brunch is this uncanny valley between a pub and a restaurant. Yeah, and people just people when you put in that, people kind of they just go, they just become animals. It's strange, isn't it? Because like I I think I think so much would change if everyone had to work in or or do any job. I mean, in 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 a place like a bottomless brunch place, because you see how the sausages are made and like even from just gigging in comedy clubs where you're just like when when you're on the other side of just like feed the pigs their nachos you know you're never going to yeah. be comfortable being a pig again oh yeah because you're sitting there at bottomless brunch with and they've made it all look nice and they've got like gold edged T- plates or whatever and like <laughs> nice yeah. glasses and there's like table settings that are sort of like a big pink flamingo with some tropical flowers all made of plastic and there's like a Horrible. neon a neon angel wing sign that you can I'm have having panic attack already you can have a photo taken and there's like a frame of plastic ivy green leaves all around the neon angel wing sign and there's a white stool <laughs> and it's oh all God. <laughs> and this, um... I mean it, it's Tat Central it's, it's like if Tat was yeah. a restaurant but, brunch. but if you've been at the uh, the service side of that or seen it you know that backstage as it were there are a bunch of teenagers and, and weirdos with just crate after crate of fucking North Korean Prosecco <laughs> and they're just like whatever just make the fucking pick the egg up off the floor put it back on the fucking plate who cares they're not even eating it and you're just like mm-hmm. 
and like oh table three they've they've, they've trying to hide the fact one of them's been sick and one of the the art buckets or whatever it's, uh, and once you see the grossness of it and the screaming and the kind of entitlement and weirdness then they were, even if you're in that setting again with good friends and drunk you still you just you know now you know yeah. what it's like the secrets yeah. are revealed to you yeah you can't unsee it you can't unsee it's the the true face of the bottomless brunch. Yeah, and you know that they're upselling you on eggs Benedict because it's not included, but it's plus two pounds. You know, <laughs> supplementary. Yeah, two pound supplement. Yeah, supplement. And I love. I love to. I love to buy that supplement. And I was like, mm, <laughs> that's special. I have a supplement. Yeah, and you're sitting there going, "Oh, there's a special on that because they made too much bechamel yesterday, and it's going to curdle soon." So, oh. you know all that. You know the secrets. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely vile. Should be illegal. No more bottomless brunches <laughs> until we re-enter the EU. That's the rule, people. Yep. Pick your poison. <laughs> and am I suggesting a correlation between people who frequent bottomless brunches and their likely position on the EU referendum? Yes, I am. Well, that is something that was pointed out. Uh, at the time, the most damaging thing to society about that referendum was what a shockingly accurate predictor your stance on Brexit was for almost every other part of your life. Mm. There were exceptions. There were plenty of Islington vegetarian lexiteers, but yes. only a few. There were plenty Very in number, breed. but not as a statistic. And there were some... Uh, you mean, no, Liverpool is a very blue-collar city, proud working-class city, and that was fully Remain, very powerfully mm-hmm. Remain, which some people linked with it not reading the Sun newspaper. Oh, that's very interesting. Mm. Maybe. But other than these exceptions, broadly speaking... Ireland. Huh? I'm potentially proximity to, to Ireland, both physically and culturally. Yes, that's true as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than these exceptions, you could just look at someone... It could be like a good version of Guess Who?, you just say to someone, okay, um, they went to Oxbridge, but they work for a charity. You go, oh, Remain. Yeah. Yes, um, absolutely. And you go, oh, they, they went to Oxbridge, but they work for a hedge fund. And you go, hmm, uh, what does the hedge fund invest in? Uh, manufacturing. Oh, Remain. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, just like shorting and like money trading. If, oh, re- yeah. Uh, leave. Yeah, leave. I, yeah. I was going to say shorting. If they're shorting, they're definitely going to vote leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they bet against things doing well. Yeah, uh, they're yeah, going to be yeah. voting leave. Yeah, yeah. They're, oh, they're cynical monsters who don't care about the rest of society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave if, if they work in <laughs> banking and that's their mindset. Absolutely, leave. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's what's so damaging though, because when you get an issue that 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 cuts society in twain that clearly, and you can tell I'm a Remainer because I just said twain, um, <laughs> and only a Ponzi EU. I think you could tell before. Piece of shit would fucking you know, huh? I think we could probably tell from your personification of uh, uh, leave voters. Yeah, that's true. Oh, look. Also, you know, if you're uh, living in one of the parts of the country that's been completely left behind by all investment, sure, yeah, leave. But that's mm-hmm. not the EU's fault, so it's still a wrong decision in my, in yeah. my head. It's a decision I understand, but it's like punching your mum because your dad's left. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't make yeah. sense. might make you feel better, but yeah yeah anyway um that's that yeah can you believe how long ago that was now it's crackers and And it's still in the news and it's still ruining everything 
It's still ruining everything. Uh. It's still it's not in the news though. Is the thing that that's that's the peculiar thing about it is is this enormous elephant in the country. It still comes that, up with the Tories though. It's always like there was a report the other week that the ministers were like, "Oh, I feel like." Some anonymous minister was like, oh, you're just constantly tested as to whether or not you believe in Brexit in all these weird little ways. And it makes it impossible to do the job as easily because you can't, you have to try and... Oh, yeah. I mean, Brexit is still infecting politics and particularly infecting the... Um, it, 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 it's an infection that's killed and will kill the Tory party. That's, yeah. Well, that's what people aren't saying is they go, are the, have the Tories just, are they tired out? Is 13 years a natural amount of time for a government to be in power? No one is saying yeah. in 2016 they were infected <laughs> with a, a terminal illness that was yeah. Brexit and it's ruined the party. It looks like it hasn't because Boris Johnson won this big majority, but Boris Johnson becoming leader is was, you know, a symptom. Yeah. And without Brexit, there's no Boris Johnson, there's no Liz Truss, there's no Rishi Sunak, there's um there's no mortgage crisis yada 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 yeah. and um and so it's what killed them eventually it was an illness they they signed up to um and that's what's weird to me that that that, that people don't just say this is all come from exit this is yeah. all just this is all oh, this is just another domino falling after the big the first domino i i think toppled. i think the most helpful thing for getting the the remain side to accept that they had lost is how incredibly irritating the FBPE people are on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But as Twitter becomes, as Twitter dies, yeah, thankfully, I yes. think, I think, hopefully, debate will be less polarized and less obnoxious. That's very hopeful thinking. But yeah, because um, there's lots of extremely a- uh, those people are super obnoxious who are like, um, uh, d- did you vote Leave just because you haven't tried Pate? Uh, yeah. Those people. I mean. Who go on and on the, the, about like how shit England is and how great France is? Fucking go there then. Live in the live in the Loire <laughs> Valley. The intersection between uh, righteous politics and sort of cockwomble Twitter humor is, <laughs> has a, a very destructive uh, legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. bloody wank puffin! Wank, oh. <sighs> yuck, yeah. horrible. <laughs> Oh God! The legacy of of sort of the whimsical swearing on, in compound nouns of Blackadder, I think. Uh, I, think I wonder what the upcoming and current um, right wingification of Europe will do for the FBPE lot. You know, with uh, Georgia Maloney in uh, Italy, and yeah. Uh, Although Poland um, went the other way, Poland's gone. Yeah, Poland is the what is the very significant outlier, but now Netherlands, France. Well, we'll France see. France is not sure yet. France is we'll not sure yet. But Netherlands. Um, yeah, it does seem... Yeah, the thing about Europe is at least when one place goes way right, another seems to go left, and they kind of all kind of balance each other out. At least Europe doesn't seem to go all far right at once. Yeah. Which with, is... It's all you take your grace. turn. You have your shift. Yeah. With uh, with Macron, who knows what that sneaky little cougar fucker's got up his sleeve. <laughs> Yeah, you'll think of something. Was his wife his teacher or something? Yeah. Oh, he, she was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> Every boy's dream. I'll marry my hot teacher and I'll become president of France. <laughs> France uh, loves leaders who are sexually odd. They love it. Yeah. Yeah, because they want to feel seen. Yeah. yeah. 
They like to know it. I think if you're a leader in France and you don't seem sexually odd, people just assume that it's so odd you're not even being out with it in a country that's fine with that. Right. Or that you're hiding something even worse. Like if you lived in a country where all drugs were legal and you had a friend who was like, hey, I'm going to do some substances, but don't tell anyone. It's 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 people aren't cool with it. You'd be like, oh my God, it must be, <laughs> it must be fucking like kids' blood or something then. <laughs> If you're ashamed of doing it in this society. Uh, like when they discovered Francois Hollande had an affair, had a mistress, his popularity went up by like five really? points. Yeah, yeah, because the French were like, That's oh, great, sick, thank God. He's so boring. Maybe France is better. <laughs> mm, interesting, interesting. No, everything's on fire all the time. Yeah, literally. But then, people, but then, people like to say, <laughs> country's on fire. France regularly is. They love to set big tire fires. Then again, we're a bit on fire. Um, but we'll figure it out, Phil. This, Only in the summer. Yeah. It's all going to come right, Phil. I have faith. I have faith. What's going to come right? The the UK. It's It's been pooing the bed. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, if nothing else, remember this podcast's unofficial catchphrase, regression to the mean. Regression to the mean. The UK is due a massive regression to the mean. Huge. You've been flipping this UK coin. It has been tails for fucking thirteen <laughs> years. years. It has it has to be heads now. It has to be <laughs> yeah. heads. Yeah, exactly. We can't break maths. <laughs> We've tried so hard to break maths by doing things like destroying the thing that makes the numbers go up and then trying to make the numbers go up. Things like that. <laughs> but it has it has to be heads. Yeah, exactly. Um we should do some correspondence. Okay. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ring letters, Now, Philippou, mm. I'm going to send you a piece of art. Okay. And it's by uh, uh, our listener, Sam, who I believe we read his his amazing sort of poem out on the bonus part, didn't we? Oh, yeah, Sam. God damn. He's a, a way with words. And this bon- in the bonus part, um, Sam wrote us an incredible poem about um, having a terrible... Was he hungover? Had a stomach bug? Uh, he was whilst, in a hostel. In a hostel whilst... Um, Euro, was it train, was it uh, rail, uh, interrailing, or something like this? Yeah. 
And he be- he wrote this beautiful lyrical poem about the experience of crawling to the toilet, vomiting and shitting everywhere. And it turned out he was writing it on the floor of the toilet in situ. Yeah, and he only revealed that towards the end of the poem, where it was like, and by the way, reader, I'm there now. You know, it, it was an incredible, oh my God. Wow. incredible reveal. Yeah. Well, Phil, it turns out that he's even more of a renaissance man than we thought. Because oh, yeah. he's wearing a ruff and he's got syphilis. No, he's not that kind of renaissance <laughs> man. He has done the most amazing piece of art. Um, I will, you know, I'll, re- I'll read the message and then I'll, I'll, I'll WhatsApp it to you and I, we can hear your reaction live. Okay. okay. And then I, I will, I'll put it on Instagram or I'll, I'll post it somehow. Uh, Sam says, I drew this almost two years ago and only remembered it today whilst putting it toge- whilst putting together my portfolio. I think I lost faith in it at the time, feeling it was a little Mark Chapman. What does that mean? Uh, Mark Chapman is the guy who shot John Lennon. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's quite an intense drawing, I will say. Okay. Um, I lost faith in it at the time, fearing it was (laughs) a little Mark Chapman. But it's aged pretty well, and there's no sense in it uh, never seeing the light of day. So here you go. Do with it as you will. Frame it, burn it, have it tattooed on a loved one. But if you could also show it to Phil on the pod, I'd really like to hear his reaction. I hope it's not too insane. Coaching! (laughs) Okay, so... Here is the image sent. Okay, I'm looking at it now. Opening. Whoa! Yeah. (gasps) Take a look at that. Can you describe it? It's essentially... A movie poster for Bud Pod. It's got yeah. Bud Pod written over the top in blue and red, and the tagline "The Stinking Man's The Stinking Man's Bum Pit." Yes, which we said uh, at some point yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> the Stinking Man's Bum Pit is what, what we what we call and ourselves. In the image, uh, Pierre and I are sat on like an underground or a transit train, some sort of uh, metro train. Uh, but but instead of regular seats, the seats we're on are toilets. Yeah, and we're sat next to some pretty disapproving-looking, um, horrible people. Yeah, and above us, oh, there's a bum with a there's a bum with like some intestine sticking out of it. The bum there's, is like <gasps> pumping. Mecatine. He's Sam's drawn Mecatine. Yeah, that's Mecatine. And look, look who's dancing on Mecatine's hip. Who's dancing on Mecatine? <gasps> City Roach! Yeah! It's City Roach! Oh my god. Oh, Grandma Caveman's holding a sign that says Pop Jizz Stink. <laughs> oh, is the Joker's in there? It's like the Joker. Um, Bruce Forsyth as Dr. Manhattan is on the posters at the back as well. Whoa! Together so we joy. There's detail here. Okay, well, Pierre, uh, we'll have to post this. Yeah. Um, and um, people and podbuds can, can see. Uncle Fatty the monkey is there. Um, oh wow! And look at the little kid in the front, standing in the sewer drain. Oh, he, that's what I was trying to figure out. What he's got on his hands? They're chickens. Yeah, boy. Chicken boxing. Chicken boxing, an absolute classic. Wow. I, I've, I've I've messaged Sam and asked him if I could put it on Instagram because it's so amazing. Um, yes, he says yes. Okay, I'll post that. It's I'll so put good. it on my Instagram. I'll tag you in it, Sam. It's so good. How do you feel about seeing Mecatine, power, the power of a thousand wanks? He's got like a big hand. Mechatine looks genuinely cool. He's the, the outfit is kind of like um, Crusader Doc, Judge Cyborg. Dredd. Judge Dredd. Oh, it's Judge Dredd. It's very 2000 AD. 
Yeah, yeah, the drawing yeah. style. It's very, it's cool. very cool. How good is that? Wow, I'm so impressed. He's a very talented guy, Sam. He's a renaissance man. Now he just needs to compose a very uh, fiddly piece of music for one specific instrument that isn't really played much anymore, like the harpsichord. <laughs> and uh, then he'll be a true renaissance man. Oh, on my lap, I have a bottle of super poison. Oh, it's do like, you? Uh, yeah, which I think is... He killed when... the lawnmower with it, I think, didn't he? Ah. Uh... I think that was Sam himself, I think. Or am I getting confused? Or was it like us when, when we were kids making potions out of our mum's uh, bathroom products? Yes, yes, yes. And he made uh, uh, some sort of evil compound in, the, uh, in his garage and injected it into his lawnmower and destroyed it. <laughs> he tried to fuel the lawnmower with super poison or something and it blew up, I think. I'm struggling, to re- <laughs> struggling to remember now. <laughs> okay, so check that out on Instagram. Um, and Phil, I'm just taking a second here to sign into the BudPod email because I've got a new phone. Oh, yeah. We're all very happy for you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Is it a, is it, um, a substantial, substantial upgrade? Does it yes. feel better, work better? Phil, you and I, another similarity we share is not getting a new phone uh, until about you've, after about five years. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's a, it's always going to be a substantial upgrade, baby. Of course. I don't I, understand people who want to get the new one every single time. It's like it, the idea of that makes me so stressed. You're not going to feel the benefit. It's like putting on your scarf too early. You won't feel the benefit. <laughs> I I just make it makes me so stressed. Like oh, I, once a year, I love to spend an afternoon downloading an iCloud backup and fucking <laughs> oh, admin. Um, so I, I not, I'm just not a fan. I'm just not a fan, Philippe. Um, so we have a message from Ali. Ali, our good pally. Yes, and um, Ali, if you don't mind me saying, uh, I've clicked on your profile picture on the, your Gmail, and he's a handsome fella. I'll just show Ooh. Phil. It's a his picture is kind of badly stretched from cropping but look at that guy whoa yeah he looks like um fucking dorman the 50 shades of gray guy does he doesn't I he know. i don't know what i think he maybe like. he just has a beard but yeah handsome guy beard with the jacket yeah suit jacket um cool shout out to the pod bud who gave me a koji in the char- charity shop in peckham yeah. yesterday cool place to be kojied very cool place to be kojied yeah, boy. Um, so the subject line is Pharophallus spam. Military doctor tells all. Pharophallus <laughs> spam. Phallus. Phallus spam. Phallus spam, spam. Yeah. Okay. Dear purveyors of poop, mm. long time listener here. Absolutely love the pod. Keep up the smelly work. <laughs> <laughs> I recently moved to Wales and was perhaps too pleased to learn that the word for bread sounds like a fart phenomenon holds up here too. Oh, great. The, the Welsh word for bread being bara. 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 Their fruit yes, loaf, bara brith, also works, adding a fun little breathy finish to the initial fart sound. Oh, well, I think bara Paul brith. the Tor, when we were touring with Paul the Tor, Welsh Paul the Tor, mentioned mm-hmm. bara. Um... I think you're right. I think Paul the Tour has been to Barra a few times. Yes, yeah. 
I think he makes good batter. Batter. Right. Batter. Batter, batter, batter. Swing. Um, <laughs> anyway, getting to the point. I completely crack up whenever you guys discuss spam adverts or junk mail, and as a result, have started checking my junk folder occasionally in the hope of finding some gold. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it, it, that's the equivalent of in uh, of train spotting when he dives into the toilet to get that one pill. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that should that, that we should edit that so it's just about Bud Pod. We should just uh, <laughs> get Matt Ewans to Photoshop Bud Pod around the rim of the bowl and have a hovering label on the guy called just have as the listener. Um. <laughs> Spam is like the persistent, unnegotiating turd of the email world, clogging up our inboxes. It's never going to go away completely, so why not scoop it out and enjoy it occasionally? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I thought this one was particularly ridiculous for so many reasons, not least because of the email address itself, so I wanted to share with you in the hope you might perhaps read it out on the pod. Uh, In fact, I think you could do a whole section just on spam. There's so much material out there, uh, and you could do your own jingle for it as well. It may be... Maybe. Here is the email. Okay, let's have a look. At Ellie's screenshot. Oh, come on. Oh, granddad's got a new phone. <laughs> oh, no. Save image. There we go. Oh, I felt pretty weird going into the Apple store and chatting to the lady. Did you go to the big one on Regent Street? Yeah. Yeah. I always go in person to buy my phone. I don't want to order it in the post. Too risky. Yeah, I I used to go, but then I you know you know me, I found some fucking way to get little bits of thingies if you order at this particular time from this particular website <laughs> and someone comes over and gives you a little kiss on the eye and, you know, <laughs> and it was fine. I should start trying to get you to buy things from me on the promise that like it comes with like a a sort of, I don't know, like a kind of perfectly cooked, a perfectly roasted walnut in a little ring box. <laughs> just like little what? fancy treats, just like a little, an M&M on a necklace. Yes, you yes. You know, things like that. Um, so here's the email. Oh, wow, this is the subject line of the email. The Pharaoh's Penis Enlargement Legacy. Oh, so this is the actual e- junk email that, well, he, Sam, so he, is it Sam? Ali. Ali. So he he was paraphrasing. This is the actual email. The Pharaoh's penis enlargement legacy, colon. Military doctor tells all. Oh my god. Wow. Underscore 09429989. You gotta have that in there. Just to clarify what the email's about. (laughs) You just go, the Pharaoh's penis enlargement legacy, military doctor tells all. What the Oh wait, hang on. (laughs) 09429989. Okay, I'm gonna right. This mess. is not the beginning, really, so I understand. Oh, uh, you nearly had me about, there. But, uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, the email address is pharopowerinfo at v two eight p p zero c w t i g h c i s s dot edu. A, be- a very respectable email address. Dot edu. Dot edu. Like a like a university. It's a professor. He's a professor of of pharaohs. He's the fa- he's, he's the an pre- Egyptologist. He's 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 the world's first professor of Egyptology and penisology, <laughs> and he's found uh-huh. some crossover. Um, so they say the email says, 
We thought we knew everything about ancient Egypt, did we? <laughs> I think we famously don't know very much. I think I think a big problem is that we don't know nearly enough. Anyway, <laughs> we thought we knew everything about ancient Egypt. Okay, how wrong we were. Dot dot dot. <laughs> you go. Oh, is this going to be like a new uh, hieroglyphic inscription? Something to do with the, uh, uh, um, the 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 two kingdoms period, or maybe so- no no no. Recent findings from the pyramid of Giza. Describe a secret for... T- this is in bold now. This is a, the one... The single singular pyramid of Giza, is it? Uh, the, the email says pyramids, Phil, so I'm gonna, the professor's oh, going to have enough. to correct you on that. Oh, no, no, no. I thought I thought you said... They said the pyramid of Giza. No, no. Pyramids of Giza. Okay, well, fair enough. It checks out so far. Yeah. Describe in bold a secret fertility ritual the pharaohs used to enlarge their members by four, comma, five, and even six inches. Uh, I love this is that. an addition. Yeah, they used to enlarge their penises by four, five, hell six, <laughs> hell six inches. Wow, the process is even depicted in hieroglyphics. Warning, not for the faint of heart. I think you could see a, a naughty hieroglyphic. I think they're sort of non-representative enough that I don't think it's offensive. Yeah, that's true. You could look and go, yeah, okay, that could be a someone stretching their dick on a big wheel. Um, this latest discovery has shocked the male enhancement industry and that's a hard industry to shock yeah yeah they're pretty uh, they're pretty glazed over in the eyes the uh, male enhancement industry yeah takes a lot uh, to shock them big pharma companies are already racing to patent this discovery and stop it from getting into the hands of regular people big pharma big pharma always getting in the way of the little guy Phil Big Pharma don't want you to have a 14-inch dick. For some reason. <laughs> for some reason, that would be bad. <laughs> so it's gonna st- they're going to stop you from doing what any normal person could do in their kitchen and recreate an ancient Egyptian hieroglyphic-depicted penis enlargement ritual. <laughs> Big Pharma doesn't want this to get out because it would undermine <laughs> their own penis enlargement procedures yeah exactly you know the the gsk grow your dick pill yeah 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 the pfizer dick megaton (laughs) injection (laughs) this is why you must watch this video before it's too late i don't know how much longer i can keep it online (laughs) i love that (laughs) before big farmer that's like a Spider-Man holding the, the paths of the train together. Ah, quick! Get a 14-inch dick! I don't know how much longer I can hold them off! Ah! As, as, as they watch the video, you see that knock on the door, and the video ends with the guy going, No! And it cuts to black, like the door gets barged in by a bunch of huge dick SWAT team members. Yeah, there is this... There is this uh, 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 subtext of all these grow your dick emails that the person behind it is sort of doing it almost altruistically like yeah. they're doing it not for the money but for the love of the dick the love of the big dick they're, they're just saying I just want everyone it's like with um Thingy who in, in the guy who released the internet source code to everyone in the 2012 London Olympics opening ceremony this is for everyone big dicks <laughs> Tim Berners-Lee yeah Tim Berners-Lee a- and then all the Mary Poppins with huge dicks float down on umbrellas <laughs> Um, yeah, and then the link is blue. The blue link is uh, unlock the secret penis ritual of the pharaohs for free. 
How great is that? <laughs> I don't know how much longer I can keep it online. Quick, enlarge your dick. Quick. Ah. Uh, so also, good. have have any of the mummies they've uncovered from Giza or the Valley of the Kings revealed like big old wrinkly pharaoh dicks? Or like maybe the dick is in a whole separate jar and they just think it's intestine. Ah. That's no ah. intestine. Why? That's a tick. That's a fucking that's an old pharaoh dick. For years, we presumed this was Imhotep's pet snake. But it, it only metaphorically. But it turned um, out he knew this one weird trick. Yeah, and it's in this hieroglyph. Um, they, they actually, he's dead. He was actually killed by Big Farmer. That's why, that's why all the pharaohs are dead. <laughs> that's what those guys in the hieroglyphs wearing lab coats are. Aha! Uh-huh. Um, every pharaoh who learned this trick has been, has, is dead. Coincidence? <laughs> um, that's all the time we have. Now it's time to go to the secret dick enlargement Egyptian facility pyramid. Of, of yes. the Patreon. Yeah, so we see any secret Patreon people there. If you're not a Patreon, become a Patreon. Uh, also, um, I have two big shows left of this tour. Northampton uh, in February. February? Northampton on the 20th of February. And the London Apollo, the big one to finish off on the 23rd yeah, of February. Yeah, so if you're in Northampton or London, come to those. Yep. And I will be supporting Frank Skinner on his tour and doing my own tour in autumn, already on sale. Fantastic stuff. But for now, have a good week or see you on Friday. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.